0: Hello and welcome to a special This Week in the IndieWeb from IndieWebCamp Berlin 2018. Indie Web Camp Berlin was held on November 3rd and 4th at Mozilla Berlin. After the Saturday discussions, a volunteer from each session gave a brief summary of what was discussed. You can find links to notes from all of the discussions, as well as videos for select sessions at IndieWeb.org 2018 Berlin. Here are the summaries, beginning with the session on pagination.
1: The very short summary we went away with pagination is that the most sensible way to paginate is that it should align with the way you align your stream. If it's date-based, then you most probably want to have date-based archives as your pagination elements. Um, Monthly, daily, weekly, something like that. Instead of just random numbers that are split up. And the other good takeaway is that a reverse order, even if you just do do numbers, makes more sense because in that case, page number one will be page number one for all eternity instead of constantly shifting away.
0: IndieWeb for WordPress.
2: IndieWeb WordPress session was mostly David showing how you take an empty WordPress site and add the plugins and. What nice features you get with all the plugins and how easy it is to get more or less fully featured in your website from a WordPress site through all the plugins. Social e-readers.
3: Uh, so that we basically went over the beginning steps of how to do social e-readers and how to implement them and what they're used for. Um, just how you're able to integrate all these different social you know, networks onto one platform um, and the benefits of that.
0: WebAuthn as 1FA or 2FA.
2: Well, we discussed um, the benefits of having uh, something that is not a password uh, for your website, both in the terms of replacing password as uh, um, the first and single factor authentication or potentially using a second factor authentication. We discussed different approaches. uh, For example, modifying self-auth or um, benefiting price, which is a fork of self-auth,
0: tomorrow during the sessions, yes. Self-hosting with Cloudron.
4: That was a fairly empty session, unfortunately. Uh, basically, it was an introduction to the Cloudron uh, service, which uh, provides a good number of facilities
0: for self-hosting. Digital archiving.
4: So it was split into five which, uh, bits, and I can't remember what they were now. Um, what, like, so How to store stuff, how to archive stuff, which is kind of about categorization or tagging. How to retrieve stuff. Um, Yeah, the kind of, it started with a lot of stuff about different media and file formats and a bit about licensing and ended with, yes, we ended with the, the, we came to the conclusion that all all browsers are missing a trick because uh, we've all got these personal archives in our browser histories and it could be presented way more nicely and beautifully and interestingly than it currently is.
0: Microformats sans HTML class names.
5: This was based on a complaint from me um, about the implementation of uh, microformats uh, versus um, namespace CSS, uh, stylistic CSS that's quite often used, you know, prefixed with a single letter, dash, whatever. Um, We had some discussions over that, discussed a few different alternative ways that we could do microformats. Talked about maybe doing it as a JSON endpoint or embedding JSON in the page, using um, data components uh, attributes. And all of those were dismissed for various technical reasons, such as validation and repetition of work and violating dry principles. But we did actually come up with a solution at the end, which was to use the property attribute in HTML as an alternative to using class and to put the attributes inside there to avoid these namespace collisions. And in fact, Aaron, during the course of this, kindly wrote uh, a PR for this to achieve it in the parser. And I think this might very well end up in the microformat specification with hope.
6: Yes.
0: Displaying Responses.
3: Yeah, we we looked at a number of different examples of where uh, you might get responses either from a web mention or um, directly from a site or indirectly via Bridgy backfeed, uh, like from a Twitter response. We came up with uh, one possible approach, which is to sort of segment the sets of uh, sources of web mentions you might have received into uh, kind of an accept list, uh, and then a uh, second degree of trust, uh, and then everyone else. And then potentially for each one of those uh, sets of sources, uh, display different pieces of information. So maybe you only display like someone's URL if they're completely untrusted, or if you second degree of trust, show their icon and maybe their name. Or if you they're in your accept list, maybe you show the full comment of what they said as a way to at least automatically show something without necessarily exposing yourself to all the abuse that you might get automatically that, you know, the IndieWeb can do a better job than what silos do.
0: Let's build a Micropub endpoint. It was a live coding session, and I um, built a Micropub endpoint from scratch, along with a little tiny blogging engine that could display posts and posts with photos. We built a Micropub endpoint and also added the media endpoint to that and finished five minutes before the end of the session. <laughs> so that was, um, that was fun. <laughs> Data ethics on the IndieWeb.
6: We tried to have a strictly ethical and not legal discussion about all the content we pull into our sites Mm -hmm. that are owned by others. I think there's some overlap, obviously, with the session about the the displaying. Um, We came up with a list of six starting points that could be discussed. Like vouch would be one where we could maybe infer some level of permission for publishing or dealing with that data. generally machine-readable formatting of some kind of permission or um, license. We talked about license, particularly. Would, there, would that be something? We talked about meta tags, no index, no archive, archive style, somehow to indicate preferences for how you want to be quoted by other sites. Um, we talked about something like robots.txt. Would that be kind of an approach? And we talked about whether the presence of an O-embed mechanism could be interpreted as a sign for permission to um, publish more of a response than from other sites. We kind of agreed that it's a wicked problem. We didn't really <laughs> find a solution, we more opened a space of questions. There were some ideas about could there be a score, could there be a rating of how many of these signals are present, for example, but then there's also pretty quickly then the risk that we go into kind of creating an indie algorithm and then that yet another can of worms. So. <laughs>
0: Photos
2: and galleries. I think one of the core things we talked about was, like, really what makes a photo gallery. Because, like, many people post photos, but it's mostly posting individual photos. And we talked about how it is different, for instance, from how people have used images on, on Flickr, where it's often, like, archives of large groups of photos. And then there's kind of, like, a gallery in the real world is a white box with curated photos. So, for instance, like, like the difference between like just a list of photo posts and an image gallery on the web could be that it has a custom custom order, has maybe specially changed presentations. Some pictures are bigger than others. Something like that in a grid view, and of course like a view that's optimized for viewing images and not for view and maybe not showing so much metadata in a way. And then should the gallery be its own kind of post type in a way, or should it? Or should it just be a collection of images like a tag overview page? And then we also because as, as, men- as mentioned a few times, Flickr has changed its term of, terms of services and limit and is going to limit free accounts. We also looked into how are people using Flickr and what do we need for, what do we need? What can we build out of the building blocks to replicate some of that? For instance, people use Flickr to discover images taken at events by others. Can we can we make like indie web aggregators for images or indie, or an indie web image search engine and we're gonna play with a few of these things?
0: Micropub, post, posse, repeat. We were talking about our workflows of posting uh, stuff on our own website with posse and all the things, uh, showed off a bit of how we did it and um, yeah. That was it.
4: Well there was that one thing.
0: The using syndication targets in MicroPub for triggering services for properties that are not supported in any given client. That was sort of an interesting idea. Building a censorship-resistant web.
4: The, the number of protocols were discussed, such as IPFS, DAT, uh, and also the Beaker browser, the, uh, and um, uh, a number of other things. The, I think the, conclu- the, the conclusion at the end was well, there are now some protocols and mechanisms in place to make it possible to uh, distribute material that is um, d- very resistant to censorship, but there is nothing yet in place to allow preservation of the identity of the author, uh, which uh, is, is, is in itself obviously uh, makes the whole thing a bit cold. But I'm now
0: going to pass to Dieter to make a sensible comment. Oh, no, that
4: was pr- that was great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Making your website work offline
4: um, We talked about the technical side of this which involved service workers so I was trying to give an explanation of what a service worker is which is tricky because it's weird uh, but more importantly we started to go through the use cases and kind of patterns um, the, the different recipes you could, you could implement um, to make a nice user experience for people coming to your website if the site's offline what do you show them Uh, That kind of stuff. What came out of it was actually the importance of not so much making your site work when there's no internet connection, but making your site work when there's a shitty internet connection, which is more common and actually maybe trickier to deal with. And I may end up working on that tomorrow. Um, So, lots of different um, recipes and approaches for what you could do to make a nice experience for when the website's down or the user's got no internet connection.
1: Services for static sites. Uh, we've mostly went through the existing uh, services that are listed on the wiki and some of them which are not listed on the wiki yet or not in the way they should be. Uh, one of my personal conclusions is that we really I would really like to add some wiki pages that would summarize the how to get how to enhance your existing site with services instead of trying to build uh, extra things. Similarly what we have with WordPress and plugins. Location, location, location
0: there was a discussion of all of the elements of location and a brief discussion of what might be done with location. And uh, there was one conclusion that I came to, which is uh, there is no easy way to do it without getting a whole bunch of API keys. Because nobody wants to share their data for free unless you have 200 gigabytes of free storage space to store all of that data. And micro formats for contracts. Well, we could also call it uh, in the web commerce or uh, be your own bookkeeper. Um, we thought about ways to um, have a markup, a microformat markup for commerce transaction or for contracts, so you that you could, for example, easily track your own expenses, uh, the duration of contracts running. I don't know mobile contracts, insurance contracts. Uh, we had some ideas for the uh, for the technical implementation, but uh, one thing we thought about and uh, questioned and didn't have an answer for is, um, how do we actually get this information from existing providers? Uh, Is there maybe, is it hard maybe to get an API uh, endpoint from these providers? Uh, How do we deal with that? Thanks to our sponsor Mozilla for hosting us in their space, as well as providing snacks, beverages and pizza. You can find upcoming IndieWeb events at IndieWeb.org slash events. Thank you for listening. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org.